This is Sarkarigan. Hey y'all, I am back this week and I'm back to start the episode off with gratitude. So this week I am grateful for just the life that I lead. That It's really that simple. I know it's nothing long and elaborate or super deep, but yeah, I'm just grateful for the life that I lead. So let me know what y'all are grateful for and let's get into the episode. So this week, um, a lot of things that have been in the news, I know I don't talk about pop culture things, but this is not pop culture. This is human rights. This is your, um, you know, having rights to govern your body the way that you see. And I got thinking, like, oh my gosh, you're going to talk about COVID-19 vaccines. No, I'm not. I'm talking about abortion rights. Um, so calm down, relax, take a deep breath, exhale. It's going to be okay. I'm not talking about COVID, at least not this week, because... I'm over it. That's a separate conversation. But yeah, I'm talking about abortion rights. I know Texas has um, gone back in time, it seems like, because while there's so many great things about that state, they also have gotten many things wrong. And it's okay. I'm going to say this. I don't say it often, but both things can be true at the same time. And I know I always say it can't be both. This time it can be. Um, But they got this wrong. They absolutely got this wrong. And why this is so important is because, like I said, abortion rights are really not, um, I mean, they're reproductive rights, they're women's rights, but when it comes down to it, it's, it's your human right. You have a right to govern your body how you see fit. And that just because, you know, pregnancy right now only happens to women, um, or oh, someone's going to crucify me for saying that, but I, anyways, you know what I'm trying to say that's people really considered like as a human right or a basic right or a right to govern your body because men are involved um and that in itself is also a problem because i i truly feel like people who do not at least in this sense people who do not have reproductive systems that come with a natural uterus and, you know, if you don't have a womb, a natural womb, I really don't need you talking about this, like, at all. Like, at, unless you've proven to be, like, some sort of super ally, some super womanist. Um, and even then, it's like, eh, you don't really got to carry a baby, all that stuff. No. And I think a lot of people, especially a lot of men, have a lot to say about abortion rights. Women, I expect to feel different ways. Women with kids, I expect to feel certain ways. Women without kids, I expect to be like, shouldn't do that. It's not okay. Like, abortion's bad. La, la, la. Even outside of all the religious context, like, we're, like, really, if we all were to really, like, pull back the curtain and look in our closets, we're all going to hell. Truth be told. Like, there's no old school Christians left anymore if we believe in that so like if people are telling you oh you could go to hell or you're gonna go to hell because you had an abortion like sis sir you're probably gonna go to hell too because you've probably been coveting things maybe not your neighbor's wife or your neighbor's husband but you probably coveted things you probably lied probably silly pork anyways that's a separate conversation the point is that People have all sorts of reasons why they say abortion is bad, but they never really want to talk about the reasons why um, people get abortions. I know um, we've made, you know, women who don't practice 
maybe i don't want to see this guy sound crazy too not as much women who don't practice safe sex but we've we have when people think of abortion and who accesses abortion they have a certain image in their head and one that's not fair to it's just not accurate um granted some people do use abortion as a form of birth control i highly 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 you know recommend it like i don't re- i recommend against that I, I don't subscribe to that you're going to ruin you know your reproductive system if if you do potentially want to have kids one day there's only so many times you can really go through that before it's going to be like no bueno it's not it's not going to be okay um we'll get into that later as well but i think what's important to discuss here um is the reasons why a lot of women who have had abortions access them and it's not just because oh, i just don't want a baby it's never as simple as i don't want a baby yes babies are a lot of work babies are temporary but raising a child is forever and i know it sounds cliche and you're like what is she like anyway just be quiet and listen please or sit back and listen let me explain it and get it all out um, like I said, babies, uh, being a baby, like in the span of a person's life, being a baby is, a, is, is minuscule. It's a drop. The time flies by constantly growing. A baby is really the, uh, I'm not gonna say the easiest part cause I don't have any kids, but it's, it's a small portion of that person's life when you raise a baby because you have to raise an entire person but it's it's not really i mean i guess i can't speak for everybody maybe for some women it is i don't want to have a kid i don't want a baby and maybe that's really it um but i think there's a lot more that goes into the thought process than that so i guess we'll kind of dive into um reasons why some people would be against it or why they think they're against it let's start there um, I mean, you can definitely please share your own thoughts with me about why, like, either you think people are against it or maybe even why you're against it. Uh, let me know. Um, but I think one thing is I think why some people are against it is that some people feel it's extremely cruel um, to do that to a baby. And I say baby loosely because it's really not a baby until, like, I don't know, like, 13 14 weeks i think like it's not really viable inside the womb and to me that's not a a baby or living thing um to me and that's capital to me but i think yeah some people think that you're killing a person you're committing murder uh some people think so why shouldn't some people think oh you should have just done a better job at having safe sex um so too bad for you you don't deserve to get rid of the baby now you need to deal with your consequences what a sick concept as well We'll put a pin in that and get back to that later. Um, some of you think, like I said, internal damnation. You'll go to hell. Thank you so much for deciding that you're going to send me to hell. And thank you for reminding me of that. Like, you're no one's God to put me anywhere. You can't even put me in my feelings. That's words to Dr. Wilson. Shout out to my therapist. You can't put anybody anywhere. So there's also that. And then I think some people just feel like, oh, well you know, you should just give it to the dad. And it's like, most times the dad is like, nah, most times. Now there's a handful of great men out there who will take the baby, raise the baby, do a great job. Shout out to my brother. 
Uh, my dad was an excellent dad. I still have a mommy. I'll relax you and not give us up. They planned us all of that jazz. So, no, but I'm saying there are men out there who can raise children and want to raise children and do a good job. Whether they're with the woman, the mother, whether they have a partner at all, men are having children on their own and or raising children on their own as well. So there's also that. But some people just feel like, oh, you should just give it to the dad. Like, it'll be all right. And some people are like, oh, it's a gift from God. So you should... You should not, you shouldn't abort the baby. Or there's, you know, the the guilt trippers. They always want you to pack your bags. They're like, oh, I wish I could have kids. You should keep your baby. Hey, 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 excuse me, ma'am. Thank you. Hello. No. I'm so sorry it's not happening for you. But I can't base my decision off of your pain and what you cannot do. It's not going to be for me. I just can't. And I mean, there are some people out there who probably feel like, oh, it's hard on your body. And you know what? There might be some truth to that as well. And again, we'll discuss that later on, too. But typically, those are kind of like some of the reasons. And then some people are just assholes. They just feel like women just shouldn't have a right to choose. They should be like, oh, you're a woman. You're stuck with the baby. Have the baby. And it's like, that's also perverted in thinking. Because I don't think people, people's feelings about abortion nine times out of ten have nothing to do with the actual life that could be brought forth. I say could be because, again, to me, depending upon when you're getting an abortion, it's not a living baby. It's not a baby. They call it a fetus. They call it all kinds of different things. It's like they compare the, the baby size to fruits. I mean, if you leave a lemon outside, chances are it's not going to do well very long. Now, you leave, like... A watermelon outside, I don't know how many babies are as big as a watermelon at, like, full term. But you get where I'm going. You live a watermelon outside, it might do okay for a little while. It's not going to last super long, though. Um, Sometimes the baby's the size of an avocado. We know how long avocados last. Not very long at all. So I'm just saying, like, be rational in your thinking. It's not a baby at, like, three weeks. It's not a baby at six weeks. It's not a baby at eight weeks. So, like, let's bring it back. Um, But, as I was saying... I think just, you know, people need to really, one, mind their P's and Q's and then let people choose for themselves what they want. People, like I said, nine times out of ten, at least from what it looks like from the outside looking into these people who are against it, they're not considering the child in why they tell women not to have abortions and the people who protest and pick it and hold up signs outside clinics and stuff. Um when people make that decision, it's it's not an easy decision for one. And you being outside of that place with no business and nothing else to do, it's it does it doesn't help. It 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 really doesn't. Like I don't what do you think you're getting out of it? And for those of you people who do it for religious purposes, it's not godlike of you. It's not very godly of you at all. Because people always forget thou shalt not judge. Like how how do y'all how do people who are religious forget that part? Y'all forget that part with the the quickness. Y'all like goldfish. Ten seconds, it's gone. You're like what? Huh? Who? What judgment? Like are and you, and when you tell them, oh, thou shalt judge. Like, well, I'm not judging. Yes, yes, you just say I am. It's okay. I can be judgmental at times. I try to you know make sure I'm not, but I can be. I'm also opinionated at times. In that, that I can change. Anyways, that's not what this episode's about. But I don't think people consider the life of the child. Because if people really cared about children the way that they 
care about women not being able to have abortions, they would be lined up to adopt these children. They would be lined up to supply um, housing and mental health resources and financials, you know, resources for these people so these kids can have a great life, probably a life that maybe the mom cannot give them when they decide to go, or probably a life maybe the parents with both people decide or one or like the the dad supports the mom in getting it or what have you. So like I I think like I said, people aren't pro life, they're pro birth. And people, I mean, some people are like mind blown when I've said that. And I'm like, yeah, people aren't pro-life. They're pro-birth. And I wish they would just say that and say it with their chest. Because you, you, there's no way you could be pro-life and you're forcing a rape victim to carry their baby to term. Well, like mentally, the mother's already like, just, ugh. at least for me, a child, it, I just, the strength of God, like all of it. I don't, I don't know that I, I, I don't think I would be able to do that for one. Um, to you have to think of like the mental anguish that takes to raise a child you to sorry to carry a child to let it gestate in you for ten months because it's technically ten months for forty weeks you go full term to met like that that talking about mental gymnastics to carry a baby you want nothing to do with for forty weeks because you've been taunted and bullied into doing quote-unquote the right thing that's not okay and I know y'all are saying like oh that's extreme why would they have to be a rape victim because people only seem to care when I mentioned oh what if they were raped they're like oh well I mean I guess so but I mean the the way the mother feels people who don't want children are very clear on that and why some people can do the absolute best that they can with contraceptives, they could be on birth control, use a condom, take a plan B, and still end up pregnant somehow. And if they decide they don't want that child, you should, that that's their personal choice. It really is nobody else's. I don't know why they allow people inside those clinics anyways to protest and whatever else. But even if you weren't a victim of rape or a survivor of rape, no one should be forced to carry a child they don't want full term. Even if they do, like, put the baby up for adoption, that's still mentally very, like, damn. Like, it's 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 so damaging, like, to, to know and have, like, a child growing inside of you, knowing that you don't want it and you're going to give it away. But just that whole, like, the doctor's appointments, ultrasounds, and just that can be so, like, that can be so haunting in the end. Like, to do something like that that you don't want. And I promise you, if men could get pregnant and men had access to abortions, child, they would be lined up for days consistently. The way y'all... Anyways, shout out, Megan. It's not about them right now. <laughs> but it's just... It's insane to me. And I think, like I said, people forget that um, women are women are people. We're human. And some people aren't equipped to have kids. And some people know that. And they're like, I don't want to bring a child into this life. It's a horrible life. Like, the world's going to shit. Um, people are dying. All kinds of other stuff. Be like, I don't want to bring a child into this. I'm going to terminate my pregnancy or what have you. Um, yeah. And I think we'll get into some education aspects of it in a moment. But 
there's there is just that. And some people know they can't give their child a good quality of life. They they know if I were to, to go full term and have a baby and have a child and raise them for forever, because really I don't do you really ever stop raising your kids? I don't know, parents chime in. But some people can't give their child the life that they would like. And I don't mean it doesn't mean necessarily financially, but mentally, emotionally, they're not going to be able to, or capable to pour into a child and to pour into a, a little adult in person the way they need so that they can be a full-fledged functioning, mostly balanced adult. And I think those people, like those, we need more of that. People who have kids should be more thoughtful of that, more conscious of that. People who don't want kids should also be like, you know, yeah, I can't do that. Don't want to mess them up. So it's going to be a no. Especially, like I said, I'm not talking about people having more than six months in. Like, that's a baby to me. And I was like, okay, well, it's a little, it's a little much. We're kind of deep into this thing. But if you do it, like, hey, if someone's going to perform it, I mean, I don't know, I guess. But to me, that at that point, it is a baby. So, like, you know, you have to take that up with whoever you deal with believing and if you don't believe in anything like I guess that's that's on you and I say that because it's probably something you'll never forget either but um so let's get into a bit of education about abortions so um you have two options at least from what I know of in Canada um I think a lot of people think like it's I mean it, I guess it, it is an invasive procedure but there's two ways you can either do a I think they call it like there's a compassionate termination and then there's I think I don't know if it's called a DNC I don't remember but there's one where you can like surgically terminate your pregnancy or you can do a compassionate or like you take some there's pills you get and you terminate they say I think they say past the past the cells past the organisms past the the um there's another term they used i don't remember um but there's ways you can do it that way as well like at home on your own or what have you so it's not always super invasive and like yeah it's i mean i you choose what you want to do either way it's you know that's it's that woman's choice but there's more than one option they're not just going in with like a scalpel or like a, a hook like a long spoon and like just scoop it like just anyways people are sick uh but there's there's different ways to go about terminating a pregnancy um that are both safe and like approved ways to do so for one and like i said some people will go kind of when they know uh right away i i don't know if i can say i guess i would say there should be a limit on how that you can terminate into a pregnancy but i also feel like maybe they shouldn't terminate at six months like some i mean some places like you can turn a baby like i think pretty late i don't know if that's still legal in a lot of places or everywhere but i know if if the if the if it is like a fetus or a baby at this point they can survive outside the womb deliver that baby and walk away i guess is how i feel about it like if you're if you decided this far and I don't want the child, just put them in an incubator. Just put them in like the premature unit, the uh the the NICU. Just yeah. But 
I don't, yeah, I don't know. I see her. I, I said, like, you know, thou shalt not judge early. And I'm just like, I'm not really judging you for six months. But I feel like at that point, like, the child could survive outside the womb. So maybe just let them do that and walk away. But, yeah. So that's just a bit of background on, like, your options. If you were to have an abortion, there's different ways, like I said, to go about it. It's not always, like, the super invasive way. Granted, like, I'm sure I think the compassionate way... Um, you can only be so far along if for that to work, but either way, it's your choice. Um, yeah, so just, and quickly, we'll just touch on, cause I don't want to make this episode super long. So I'm sure some of y'all are going to be like, girls heavy, like what the blazes, but yeah. So I think you know, when it comes down to it and the reasons why people access abortion is that people just, people know what they want, what they don't want. Like I said, people people think, oh, it's like, people use this, like, some people do use this form of birth control, but some people, you know, they treat it like it's nothing, or like, oh, I can always do this, or I have you, but a lot of times it's that, like I said, um, people know they can't give to their child the way that they want to. Maybe some people were victims or survivors of rape. Maybe some people tried their damnedest to not get pregnant and used all kinds of contraceptive and they still got pregnant. Maybe some people know they have complicated pregnancies. They had them in the past and like, I don't want to go through that again. And I'm I'm here now. I I don't want to do this. And that's okay. That's their choice. You can't take away people's choice. And some people have argued, yeah, but it's coming to another life. It's not a life for the first little while. I I promise. It's just a group of cells. It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't care what you say. It's not. Doctors will tell you, oh, it's just a group of cells. You're three weeks long, it's cells. Eight weeks long, cells. Like, it's, it's not. Yeah. So. Women access abortions for different reasons, like I just mentioned. And it's important that they still have that right. Because, like I said, reproductive rights are human rights. Women are people. We're humans. We're a part of this world. And, like I said, you have to just think about the why. And I will quickly touch on this. Um, people... Until you know somebody, and technically we all know somebody, we just don't know we know that person. But many people have terminated pregnancies. I've terminated a pregnancy, um, and it, that's just part of my life story up until this point. Um, I would say, I guess it really doesn't matter when in my life, just I have done it. Um, I was well under, I think the you have to be like the most, the, the you can only be 12 weeks along at most, and I was nowhere near that. Um, but it was just, it was just a bad situation. I didn't, it was very like unexpected. Um, also I didn't find out until I think I was like five weeks along, which is why the ban in Texas is so crazy because I was five weeks along and couldn't get an appointment until I would have been like, I think seven or eight weeks along. And that was hard. Like those three weeks of knowing was very hard because I was like, I just yeah I just it was really hard but six weeks like people don't even know the missing period like I when I like my I take my birth control for those who don't know I take my birth control nine weeks at a time because you know I have low iron and anemia so like 
I I took a pregnancy test by chance because I was like something doesn't feel right. Like I was like something in my body is not things not it's not it's not okay. And I was nowhere near missing my period because I was still in the middle of my nine weeks. So I was like, okay, let me just take a test and see. Um, and then it came back positive, and I was like, yeah, the devil's alive. Let me just take another one. And I took three tests, and I went to the doctor <laughs> crying that night, and I was just like. I need another test. They're like, could you take it? I said, yeah. I was like, but I don't trust it. And they're like, well, you should. I was like, no, I don't. They're like, well, you don't have to pay if you do. I said, I don't care. They're like, no, it is positive. And I was just like, uh, you could have, it's, I had no air left. I had, yeah, it was just not good. Um, I was in a situation that was becoming abusive. Um, there were lots of red flags and I had already, like, kind of gotten away from this person and wiped my hands clean of them and kind of just left them alone when I found this out. And at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm not mentally capable of, one, um, giving a person the best of me. Two, like, I'm not able, I'm not capable of raising another human right now. I'm just not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be good at it. I don't want them to suffer mentally because of that. Because, I mean, as a parent, I'm sure all parents who do have kids now think of, like, I don't want to mess my kid up. And although we cannot guarantee we won't, we can make a conscious effort to try our best not to. And I knew that as much of an effort as I could have made, it was still going to happen. And and it, it would have been my fault. It wouldn't have been by way of, oh, I didn't know I was messing up. But I'm like, no, I probably consciously like may have done it I don't want to raise a child with regrets I don't want to take anything out on a child when I decide to have children I don't want them to have to worry about my mental state or how I'm doing or walking on eggshells I want them to have a great life I want them to have the better life (laughs) I want them to be able to talk to me I want them to be vulnerable with me I want to love them freely and affection and like with everything I have in me I want to give them my all and I mean that in every sense like financially spiritually emotionally physically mentally I like I want to be able to give that to them and I knew I wasn't gonna be able to um at that point in my life and like I said it was after a bad breakup and the situation was like going towards abuse and I was like no and I also knew the kind of person that it was who would have been the other parent. They weren't going to let that happen quietly. When I say let that happen, they weren't going to allow me to be like a parent quietly or a single parent. And based on the way that they had treated me up until that point, I I knew it just wasn't going to be good. I'll say that because I'm not ready to talk about that situation either right now. But... It wasn't going to be good. And I just decided, I was just like, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, at first I was just like, I can do it. Like, I'll be fine. I can do it. I can do it. And then I kind of sat with it and I was just like, I don't know. I just thought about different things. I was like, okay, well, can I do this, this, this? Can I do this? Like, we can kind of make that work, I guess. What about this? And I was just like, you know what, Megan? No. Like I said, you're not going to be able to pour into this child give to this child freely like the way that you want to the way that you know you can at a point and I I just it wasn't gonna be for me it just wasn't it wasn't my cards 
But I can promise you, um, as someone who has access to that type of service, I'm not going to do it again. Um, that was, and I think people don't, people I don't think talk to people after they've had abortions. I think they just think like they're cold-hearted evil people. That was easily, hands down, the hardest thing I've ever done without preparation. And there's really no, I mean, I guess I could prepare for it now if I ever did it again. I'm not. But the toll that took on me mentally and physically, never again. Never again. Oh, my gosh. I, there were complications. I had to go back. I had to go, I shouldn't say back. I had to go to the hospital um, about a week later and go through another ultrasound and find out that they didn't complete it the first time I went. And so what I ended up doing is, so I ended up having both. So the first one I did was a, I think they, like I said, they called it a DNC and they didn't get everything, which can cause like a really bad infection. So I was at the hospital and I was like, listen, something's not right. This is what happened. They're like, okay, we'll do an ultrasound. And it was like, it was of course like 36 hours that I had to deal with this. And then they sent me home to do like, to they want to send me home with the pills for compassion abortion. So I had to go through that again. And like I said, um, easily the hardest thing I've ever done that I, I've, I had no preparation for. And easily the hardest thing that I'll, I'm not going to do again. Next time I'm just, like I said, I've been very um, picky and selective with partners since then. Because I like to say, like, every everybody that you have sex with could be your next co-parent. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, that's just how I view it. Maybe people are like, oh, that's OD. That's, like, super, that's insane. But is you really, you need to think like that. The next person you have sex with could be your co-parent. Do you want to co-parent with that person? Do you even have an idea of that, who that kind of person is? So, yeah, so since then, I was like, you know, if it happens again, like, at least I'll know kind of what I'm getting into with somebody. And I'm like now I'm at a place in my life where I'm more mentally prepared to give importance to a child the way that they would need versus before, like I said, it was um, it just wasn't going to be fair to the kid. And I knew that I had the, the force to see like this is this is not going to be fair to them at all. And this is not what they deserve, what they should have. So I'm just like I, I took comfort in that, but still. I have, um, I've never dealt with that type of pain. Y'all don't even get period cramps, really. Like, very rarely do I get period cramps. But that was a hell of a procedure. And I, um, I, yeah, I just, mm -mm, not again. But, like I said, my reasons for doing so, nothing to do with, like, it wasn't just, I don't want a kid. It was that, like, this, the dad is abusive that's where it's going dad's abusive i'm not with the dad i can't give to a child the way they would need to be given to i cannot emotionally or financially support a child not properly not at least for a couple of years at that point and i was like no it's i'm just not and i um i just handled it the best way i knew how and luckily i'm in a place where you can access abortion. 
I think, like I said, up until 12 weeks. Um, so, yeah, and it's insane. I mean, why was there? Because you're there with, like, multiple people, like, waiting. It's not kind of like a... It's not like Planned Parenthood in the States. You don't just walk in and do it. Like, you have a, you have to schedule a time when you can go on a date. You can go, and you can only come with, I think, like, one other person. And this was, like, pre-COVID. Um, so you can imagine, like, they were very strict about that about how it's done just to give people privacy and compassion um so yeah but i say all that to say this whole episode reproductive rights are important because they're human rights and before you tell somebody else again that you're pro-life i want you to think about whether you're pro-life or pro-birth if you are pro-life that's great but i hope you're writing like a hundred and twenty thousand dollar check for that child since you want them to have the baby so bad. Since you want them to... Because, again, people really aren't thinking about what it takes to raise a child. Because those who know, know. Raising a kid is not easy. You have to raise a functioning adult for society. That shit is hard. It looks hard. Like and like I said, a baby is the easy part. Babies don't talk. They, they cry a bit. Let's just call it. They cry. You feed them. Burp them. They sleep poop repeat that's the easy part those first six nine months sure your sleep's a little messed up but like you you know you got it but after that they start talking to start like teaching them certain things you know and you want them to be a good person and it's like people don't consider what it takes to do that (laughs) so yeah that is that's that's my little spiel on why it's important i'm not gonna leave y'all on this like dark note we're going to take a break, you know, and then I'll be right back and we'll lighten things up with story time and what's going on for me, um, what I'm currently doing now. But yeah, I didn't want to leave y'all with that, but I thought it was important that people should know, like, it's important that people have a right to choose because it, you have no, you have, there's no reason why you can take that choice with somebody. Because I think if they start taking away basic rights like that, like the right to choose what to do with your body, it's, you know, it's curtains for everybody men and women are like and there's certain reasons why people have to access that what if you know some people like i said can't carry babies to full term they just know that they can't um so it could be like a detriment to the mother it could be endangering the mother and their health just all kinds of things so before you know you say like oh abortion's terrible it's so wrong i want you to think about you know what you would do i want you to think about the people in your life that you probably don't know have had them that probably have because like I said, we all know somebody, we just don't know who they are as of yet. Now y'all know it's me for you. <laughs> but yeah, so let's take a break. We'll come back. I'll let you know what's going on currently um, with, you know, what I'm doing, where I'm at and why. Yeah. All right. Um, so I said I was going to come back and give y'all a bit of a story time, but I have decided against that after getting some water, you know, getting my mind right. I know I sounded a bit um, like my voice sounded a bit off. And, you know, that was um, hard to talk about out loud. There's very, very, very few people um, I've talked to about out loud. Um, there are very, very few people I can probably count them like on my hand, maybe two hands that were aware of this um, prior to this episode. And I'm so grateful and thankful for them. But um, yeah, I decided, you know, it's kind of strange after some feedback too, just to go straight into from that into like, you know, happy, happy, happy optimism, because sometimes that's not how things go. But 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. I appreciate having the space to be transparent with everybody. Um, that's kind of, you know, the goal that's part of the better life is just owning your stuff. You have to own your stuff. And it's not owning it in the sense of that there's shame around it for me, at least not anymore. But that the this is my story. This is part of my path. It's part of my journey. It's imprinted on me. Um, you know, and that's just how it is. I don't really view it in a negative way. You know, I'm comfortable knowing like there's somewhere with my daddy them, you know, <laughs> having a good time. Maybe even with a couple cousins of theirs. And that's not shade. I don't know their story. I don't know. It's none of my business. But I know that they're not alone. Um, and I just know based on like how things have unfolded around me since then. Um, that, yeah, it's for the best. And like, will I look at every child I have now and be like, is this what they would have looked like? Absolutely. And will I always wonder when like my due date would have come around? Like, what if? Absolutely. But... It is what it is. And now that I say that out loud, <laughs> it's so crazy because September, um, roughly around this date, would have been my due date. And I just subconsciously somehow put this episode out. This was the episode for this week that I recorded, which is insane now looking back on it. But um, divine timing. I will say that. But if you're still here, thank you. If you have to turn off earlier, fast forward, I understand and I, I see you and there's space for you here too. But I just want y'all to know, you know, everybody has their own story. Like I said, we're not here to judge people. Um, we're here just to be compassionate and, and try to understand. Understanding doesn't mean agreeing because there's reason and then there's justification. Everything has a reason, not everything has to be justified. And some, And that's okay. We have to be okay with that. I have to become okay with that. Um, but just be kind to other people. Be gentle to one another. Be kind to the women in your lives. Be kind to the men in your lives. And just know that, you know, I will talk about this on another episode, but this is a preview into when I, I reference back to this, is that I think this is why your parents tell you don't have sex young or be careful who you have sex with because you really don't know. And even when you think you know too, sometimes you don't know. It changes people. I'll be a different person forever. I'll be a better person now because of it, though. I can damn sure tell you that much. I think I will be that much of a better parent when the time does come around um, with a better partner, whoever that may be as well, and a better dad for them. Um, but, yeah, I'm just grateful y'all listened to this episode. And to the moms that are still holding on to shame, when I say moms in the sense of people who have children on this earth or above, children living and not living, like you are still a mom to me if that's what you choose to identify as. I don't identify as a mom because that's, I just choose not to identify that way. Personally, for me, it's not shame or a slight to anybody else, but just, you know, Mother's Day comes around, be kind towards people. Father's Day, certain times of the year, you know, as they get a bit sadder. Sometimes people don't have to tell you their whole life story. I didn't have to tell you this either, but it's just how it unfolded. Um, I knew I was going to tell y'all this story at some point during the first season of The Better Life. And here we are. Like I said, um, ironically and divinely around what would have been my due date, which is crazy. Um, and when I say due date, I don't mean this year because no, <laughs> but just in general, the September I said earlier would have been my due date, but you know, grateful to still be here. I'm grateful for what, um, 
what that's taught me um definitely like felt like trial by fire it was a lot and it was a lot too briefly before I I leave out on you guys there's also a lot for the dad because I against my better judgment there were I would one two close guy friends and I talked to both of them I was just like listen this is what the situation is like I really don't know and they were like you should tell him and I was like yeah I don't really think I'm gonna do that I was like I haven't talked to him like there's no point and they're like you should still tell him so I told him um I told the would-be dad and um he did not take it well because I told him that like this situation this is my decision and that you can't convince me of otherwise and please don't try to please respect my decision I want to just respect you and knowing that like this is what's happening I felt like it just would be wrong to keep it from me and I still feel that way but they were um they were pretty tore up about it and so I can't tell you that if you were in my situation as a woman to tell the man and I can't tell men or I can't tell women that the men should also have a say you really have to decide that for yourself and your partner who you're with um what's going to work best for you because ultimately you have to live with that decision um and I mean I'm a I'm biased I'm a woman so ultimately women have to live with that decision a lot of men feel like that's my child you can't do that and I'm like there's just there's no one growing inside of you your body doesn't change you're it's I don't know how else to explain it um although it was not that far along as people would say um but it's just something to it there's something about going to an ultrasound and telling them to you know not turn the volume on to not show you the screens not do anything um and I had a great team people because I had to get an ultrasound and um when I see my doctor I was like this was going on and I scheduled this like okay so they sent a uh like a, I don't know however they order ultrasounds for pregnant people whatever um they whatever was written on the paperwork she she didn't even offer to show me the screen I think she's like so you can just she's like I'm just gonna take a look here like you can look up forward she's like whatever she goes I'm not gonna show you anything unless you ask me to and I was like no she goes okay I, I just wanted to make sure and I was like no thank you I'm very respectful of that whole process so I don't know what what my doctor did but shout out to them at the time but let me just end this before I'm rambling and y'all are crying for like no, I'm not gonna say no reason, but I don't want y'all like crying or feeling bad for me. Um, and please don't change the way you look at me. This is just like a small portion of my story. Is that I'm I've I'm a tough cookie, <laughs> as people have said. Um, but it, like I said, it was important for me to share this with what's going on, um, in the current state of Texas. What could potentially go on, um, you know for the country I don't think it's gonna happen but like and, and I don't know if it would happen in Canada either but I'm sure in other parts of the world it's also very hard to access um resources for terminating a pregnancy um and having healthy accessible resources prevents a lot of other issues by accessing like back alley abortions or unsafe methods um, that can really harm the person carrying the baby or the fetus or the cells depending on how far along you are so yeah but you know just be grateful um you know that you have the experiences you have good and bad or you know try to be i also people there's 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 something good in everything if you can find it there's a silver lining on everything um you can look for it at least most things someone's going to twist that around but thank you for being here thank you for listening to another episode of the better life thank you for allowing me to share this with you and we're just going to move into goals quickly And then I'll be back next week with Miss Kaylani. Thank you. Let's get into goals.
All right, it is goal time. So my goal for this week is really just to enjoy my days off. Like I told y'all a moment ago in story time, I'm in quarantine. I'm I'm not sick. I'm COVID negative. Believe me, I got all the tests to prove it. Um, But yeah, I'm COVID negative. So I'll be just enjoying the rest of my day off and time in the house, so to speak. Um, I'm still posting reels of my workouts outside. Um, I definitely wish I had more upper body strength so I can give y'all like a real at-home jail workout, just like doing chin-ups using a tree branch, but I'm not there yet. By the way, um, yeah, my goal is just to enjoy my days off this week, so tomorrow and Friday, and to give y'all, keep delivering y'all great content and to get better. So yeah, that's it. Y'all let me know what your goals are for this week, and thank you so much for coming back again and listening to another episode of The Better Life. I'll be back next week. Sarah Kerrigan's production.